And welcome to Thick and Fabulous with Chantella Whitfield here on Radio Lex WLXU 93.9 FM. Listen, we are all in this COVID 15, 19, 20, 25, however many pounds you have gained while we've been locked down. Um, but I got you covered. You know, I'm going to take care of you. So I have my girl all the way from Ohio. <gasps> Rosetta, how are you? I am doing well. Happy Saturday. Happy February. Hope you're staying warm wherever you are, wherever you are, folks and out there. Listen, yes. good to be here. It's good to be good. here. Good, yes. good to have you here. So we are going to be talking about fitness, of course, as like we always do. And um, finding the right trainer, your person to help you on this or fitness coach on this um, weight loss journey, or if you're trying to maintain. So I want you to tell people all about Rosetta. Tell them. All, all right. Well, listen, thank you once again for having me on today. I'm so happy. I, I, I'm a geek about this stuff. So <laughs> any opportunity I have to speak on behalf of fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, all of that, that's, that's what I'm about. Um, as aforementioned, my name is Rose Ada. I am a fitness and nutrition coach, and I'm also a wellness strategist. So a lot of what you'll hear me express today, although, you know, many of a lot of what we discuss, yes, fitness and nutrition and all the ins and outs and all of the frequently asked questions, you'll hear me come from a place of, of balance because yes. I truly am of the mindset that if you are not able to accomplish your goals based on your level, uh, what works for you, where you sit, where you want to go, this is personal and individual for everyone. It doesn't look the same on everyone. Amen. So I am really big on reassuring anyone who comes into contact with me to understand that this is about your journey and you have to find the balance. You have to find the balance. Extreme doesn't work. It doesn't last. Amen. And so I am, I am here for the journey, not for the destination. And that's what, that's what I'm into. So that's what wellness strategy means to mm -hmm. me. I teach my clients how to definitely create strategies in order to stay consistent. That's what it's about. Consistency. That's what wins the race. Amen. The slow, the slow and steady. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It exactly. Because if you don't stick to it, man, you end up gaining more back than what you had lost. Yes. So it's yes. like, uh, listen, just, right. just stick to the plan. Just yes. stick to the plan. Embrace the experience. Uh, yes. Hey, see, that's why I like you. <laughs> Girl, we are on the same level. So Indeed. let me ask you, okay, you're the fit, you're, you're a fitness coach um, and wellness strategist. So we're starting this journey. Yes. What do, what are suggestions that um, people should look for in a trainer? Um, what are things they, they should be looking for when it comes to finding their weight loss coach? Okay. All right. So there are a lot of things that comes into play here, but mm -hmm. what it has to start with in my experience is when someone's looking for a trainer, they should look for someone that they can relate to. Mm, 
that they can see themselves in Mm -hmm. that yes absolutely credentials are important because you want to make sure that you are just like you would go for any other service that is benefiting your health you want to make sure that the person is educated in their field and they Mm -hmm. have a sound working safe and and a knowledge that is of integrity Mm -hmm. okay so you know you want to look for those things but again you want to look for someone that you can relate to that you can see yourself working with that really is in line with what it is you feel like you need every there are different types of trainers out there and Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that your goals are in alignment with what they're teaching what they're training how they're instructing got you got so y'all should have that a connection kind of like a friendship for real because you're going to be spending quite a bit of time with that person and so you should be able to mesh I guess your personality should be able to mesh um I know I've had experiences with uh trainers and you know it started off like yes okay this is the person that's gonna get me to this goal Mm -hmm. and then it was just like man button heads Mm -hmm. button heads but I'm gonna say not to not to any other male it was a male trainer and we was just not there so I guess you would would you say you should have a a conversation about their training techniques absolutely you should have a conversation about really and truly because first of all let's let's be clear and and direct and I, I definitely am not afraid to say it's okay if you're not a good fit for that trainer or that trainer's not a good fit for you. I mm-hmm. am always, that's why when I first meet with a client, you know, I, we talk about what their needs are, what their goals are. I also mm-hmm. make it a definite point to express to them my training style. That should be something that should be given a given. That's one, yeah. another thing you want to look for in a trainer. Are they upfront with you about how they train, what their methods are, what their, what their views are, how their practice goes. Mm-hmm. And and it's okay if that is doesn't isn't doesn't align with what it is you feel like you need and what you're looking for. So so when you when you're looking for that trainer, what should your potential client come prepared for mm-hmm. when they're when they're having that conversation? You know, when you're doing that quote unquote meet and greet, yes. um, should they come? What kind of mindset goals should they be able to present to the trainer to see if this is a good match or not. Mm-hmm. So um, the most important thing to have when you're coming in and, and meeting with that trainer, I, I definitely believe that attitude is going to take you further than even knowing what your goals are because sometimes we don't even know what we need. Mm-hmm. It takes for you to have an attitude of being open to suggestion and recommendation, being mm-hmm. open to direction and having that mindset of being of wanting and willingness to receive because mm. through that consultation that may be able to allow you to hash out what what your goals actually are you may think you're looking for one thing and then you come to find out oh you know i i'm looking for a completely different thing and that should be part of the conversation there should be some motivational interviewing on the part of the trainer to say hey listen let's talk about what your goals are let's get into the why let, let's find out what your, what motivates you, what moves you. Yes. 
Yes. Because that's a big thing with people is they they start off, you know, January, new year, new me. I'm going to get this. I'm going to lose 20 pounds this Mm -hmm. year. And then they lose the motivation. But then they want to blame everybody else because they've lost the motivation. Well, my trainer didn't do this. And it's like, but what was your attitude about it? Is it because it's raining outside and you're like, I'm not going to the gym today. It's raining outside. Mm -hmm. It's like, really? (laughs) Because the bottom line, you know, it's the, the, and I, and again, I always tell my clients, listen, like right up first, first official appointment after they've signed up and we've started, I say at the end of the day, the understanding is I'm making you do what you asked me to make you do. Girl, can you say that one more time for the people in the back that didn't hear that? Yes. At the end of the day keep at the forefront. I am making you do what you asked me to make you do. (laughs) Yo, accountability partner. You asked me for it. Guess what? You're going to get it. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Yes. Yes. You have to remember that because those on those days when you don't want to do, then we go back to, it is my I, the, the, I bring it to your remembrance. Okay. So what it is, what, what was it that started you? What, what got you going? What, let's not forget your why let's, Mm -hmm. you have to dig in because Mm -hmm. that's the part where that's, that's where discipline comes in at discipline Mm -hmm. picks up where motivation leaves off because motivation is fleeting. Right. Yes. It's cold. It's all get out outside. It, it's, I, uh, people show up to my circuit training class and it's like, you know what? That's discipline because mm-hmm. no one's motivated to leave their warm bed oh, yeah. at 8.30 in the morning Woo-hoo-hoo. to get to me on time, right? Right. It, it's, it's where, that's where the discipline has to pick up. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. That <laughs> is, and, and I, the, the, the something else that you, I want to tap on real quick is that your why, your why can't be just for a wedding Mm-mm. or just for the night that you want to get in this this killer ass dress right like it has to be something that's a serious why that means something to you yes. do you agree i agree wholeheartedly because these again what's going to go help you go the distance what's going to motivate you to lean in when the wedding gets canceled mm. What's going to motivate you to lean in when you want, you had your heart set on this dress, but the shoes were on back order. So it doesn't, (laughs) you know, or whatever the case may be, or or maybe, maybe you put the, who knows, right? So, Mm -hmm. or maybe you had your heart set on that dress and that didn't show up. Mm -hmm. It has to go further than the, the outwardly. Mm. That only takes you so far for so long. It's good to have those goals. Some yes. people need those things mm-hmm. in order to fuel them to, to even get started. But at some point, you're going to have to dig in when all the minutia, all of the, the outward situations fall away. Yeah, man. I agree. I agree. So when you, when, when that, when that trainer, you found that trainer, do different trainers have different specialties or, or is it, I know it's not one trainer fits all, but are there just certain trainers that only um, focus more on, um, you know, just 
body toning or uh, I can't think of the word that I wanted. When you do the the jumping, calisthenics. Oh, calisthenics. Uh, yes. Um, hit training. Yes. All, all of those yes. things. Okay, so, you know, when it comes to specialties, depending on the trainer, there may be mm-hmm. a specialty. Now, specialty and niche, that's, that's a little bit different. I think that, that yes. uh, niche would, maybe the hit training, the, the calisthenics, the uh, intervals, things like that things of that nature that mm-hmm. may fall under niche but specialties maybe there may you may want to find a trainer who is maybe they specialize in you know uh postnatal postpartum you know, ah, yes, who, yes yes you know you know they there are certifications for that there are certifications if you want to you know make sure that or for um the geriatric uh segment yes. of the population or um even even student athletes uh-huh yeah there there are different specialties there so i would say that that would fall under specialties uh-huh. but you, you know when you go to a trainer and if there's something in particular that you're looking for or or let me also say, I don't want to forget, uh, definitely, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, well, maybe you're looking for, maybe you're not looking for a one-to-one, you might be looking for an instructor just mm, who, yeah. who is certified in, in a Zumba or in um, a step class or mm-hmm. in a pound class or in a, the, the, the kangaroo, it's with the, you know, the, or they do the, the trampoline. Oh, they, yes. You know, on the, look, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Or they have the, the boots on and they're doing yes. that thing. So mm-hmm. You know, that may, you may find that in talking to a trainer, you're like, you know, I'm not quite ready for the one-to-one, but that's a step up from doing nothing at all. So you want to, and that kind of goes back to kind of knowing what it is you need. And then Mm -hmm. maybe if you don't know, again, going back to having that conversation with that potential trainer, when you guys may come to work together, you may decide, you know what, I need to do something a little less structured, or maybe I'm not like, (laughs) you know, front and center. Mm -hmm. And then once I can, you know, it's just all about comfort level. Cause gotcha. it's definitely not about, okay, let me get myself together and then I'll come check you out. Like that's not right, how it right. works. People say yeah, that to I'm me like, and I'm like, mm, me that's too. not a thing. Like, what? No, yeah. <laughs> I need to work myself up to your class. Mm, like, no, what? You <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, um, should your trainer be able to suggest other classes to you I know that you know some people be like nah they're not taking my clientele but it's like but it's not about your clientele it's about that person and sometimes you know they've reached their max with this one particular thing so they need to switch it up should your trainer be open as well to saying hey you need to try this out absolutely now for a few reasons Number one, when it comes to the, the, the trainer client relationship, mm-hmm. if, if the trainer has the confidence and, and, and really is leading from a client focused style of, mm-hmm. of doing what they're doing, then they're actually by giving recommendations by saying, hey, you know what, you should check out this class in between our sessions. If we meet twice or three times a week, maybe in the interim, you go to this particular class or you, you take that person's class or you do whatever else that actually is that recommendation actually is building more value and giving and and actually strengthening the relationship between you and your trainer 
because yes. then the client knows, okay, they're giving me recommendations that are going to help me. You're not going to lose a client right off of that. That's right. not that. If anything, that again, it increases the value of what that person, how they see the dynamic of your relationship. Yes. And I, and then, so that, so that's the first thing. The second thing is if that's what you're worried about, then, uh, Here's where it gets sticky, you know, no, you know, no shade or, you know, you know what they say, a hit dog or holler. So if yes. anybody is listening and they're offended, well, you have to figure out why you're offended. Yes. Um, so um, the second piece to that is, uh, I said that to say, if that's what you're worried about, then you may need to reconsider how you are, how you are interacting with your clients. If you feel like you're on the defense or you're in danger of losing them, what are you doing? Where, where's your what's the quality of your retention mm. and also then there's that the energy that you put out if you're willing to give I'm telling you you'll get it back amen tenfold because they'll tell somebody else like yeah my trainer did this this and this and then they recommended me to this this and this and yes. you're like yo you're trying to recommend you to something yes right. it's yes, like that's right it's a Especially community if I'm working with you and you're getting results and I send you to do something auxiliary, that's going to continue to help you fuel your results in our sessions. When mm -hmm. you go to that class, I'm telling you, somebody's going to pull you aside and say, Hey, what are you doing? I see that you're getting results and you're looking really good. What are you doing? And they're going to say, I'm working with Rose Ada. Yes. And guess what? Hello, new client, new client. <laughs> Oh, girl, we, we just, oh, I love it. <laughs> Me too. It's great. I'm telling like, you, is, you get you what you You build a out. community. That's exactly. Right. It's all about community. And again, being that accountability coach, yes. this is what you asked for. I'm going to give it to That's you. Right. Plus some, some yes. stuff that you didn't know that you needed. Absolutely. I'm going to hit you to it. So okay. we're going to take a little break right here and we'll come back um, with Rose and Edda, excuse me. On a Ready A's Long. So think like a uh, rosetta <laughs> apple. Think about that rosetta yes. apple. There we go. That's it. <laughs> I got it. I, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I get so excited. <laughs> I know. I hear you, man. I hear you. It's awesome. All right. Well, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back on Radio Lex WLXU 93.9 FM. And welcome back to Thick and Fabulous with Chantella Whitfield on Radio Lex WLXU 93.9 FM. If you are just joining us, you are in for a treat. We have wellness strategist, fitness coach all the way from Ohio, Miss Rose Ada White. Yes. Yes. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be present. Yes, and we are happy that you are present with us. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so if you're just joining us, um, we were just talking about finding your person, your fitness person, your personal trainer or fitness coach. Um, and I want to ask you, should with with okay, we all know that weight loss is 80% of what you eat. Yes. So, so should most uh, trainers be able to set up a meal plan for their clients or is that okay if they can't, but should they be able to refer you to somebody else that can do that part of it, like a tag team? Mm, that's a great question. And I'm so glad that, I'm so glad that you asked this because, <laughs> you know, uh, all right. So my background is not only is it um, fitness, 
Mm-hmm. It's also my, my first uh, experience in with regard to just wellness all, all the way around. Mm-hmm. Started with culinary. That's a little Ooh. fun fact about me. Yes. yes. And so I'm degreed in culinary arts as well as nutrition and dietetics. Yes. And one of the things that I learned that was that is so true and it and is so important is scope of practice mm. and the trainer with the credentials that they have they can they, they've been trained they have certifications with regard to the anatomy and physiology of the body and and how to how to make sure that they know what muscles do what in order to move them a certain way in order to uh, produce effective results however mm-hmm. That's not to do with nutrition. Amen. And we know that because nutrition is a huge part of it, we have to be very careful with the recommendations that we give. Now, I will tell you this. Trainers can give recommendations. Mm -hmm. Trainers cannot prescribe meal plans Mm -hmm. um, in and of themselves. It's a whole thing. But what I will say, it is important for Mm -hmm. a trainer to... I mean, it's, it's absolutely a wonderful asset for them to be able to give resources to their clients to allow them to make the right decisions with regard to their plans. Again, they can give recommendations. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what I've found is that w- you probably don't want to ask your trainer for a recommendation. Maybe it's like maybe their favorite protein powder or something. I don't want to just overgeneralize. Yeah, okay, yeah. I fall in that group too, right. to, a, to, a, to an extent, but chances are they're going to tell you what they do. Right, right. The results they got. And that we're every, literally everybody is different. So you can't just leave it there. You can, they can say, you know what? This is my favorite protein bar. It's my favorite protein drink. This is, so for recovery, yeah, you want to do that. You can take those recommendations, but mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, specific meal plan, you're, you're going to want to get with someone who, you know, has the, the, the certification or, and or licensure. And that's a whole thing, depending on, you know, the state you're in, there's certain things you can and can't do. And so I will say that I actually, I, I partner with a couple of trainers, um, a couple of facilities in Cleveland, in the Cleveland area, mm-hmm. where when a client needs a customized meal plan specific to their goals, they send them to me. I get, I get it. We just had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with a nutrition, a dietitian, excuse me, Yolanda mm. Jackson here. And, and she was saying the same thing. Like there's a science to this. I need yes. to know what you're eating, what you're doing, what yes. your goals are. And it's like a partnership between, you know, you know, what you're trying to do and, and the science behind it. Yes. Like, Yes, this is evidence-based. This yes, is not, yes. this is not, it's not a guessing game. This is not, right. the, uh, once again, one of the reasons why a lot of what's trendy out here isn't sustainable. You can't, you can't do what everyone else does. It's not, people don't, aren't aware. People are taken and taken advantage of yes. when, with a lot of supplements that are out there because these companies know, or these folks that are pushing this stuff, they know that people don't know. They just know that people want results. Yes. And that can be a dangerous thing. So and, and very can. Mm-hmm. I totally so there agree. is a responsibility and, there. It's a very, very a responsibility that I don't take for granted and that I don't take lightly. So you and me yes. both 
Because when as soon as somebody asks me, well, do you do plans? No, but here, right. I know a nutritionist and I know a dietitian. They can so. help you out. And and one of the, both, I do believe at one point, used to actually cook the meals for you. Yeah. Uh, right. So it's like, right. listen, I, I, I can get you there. This is my part of it, but let me pass you on to somebody else exactly. that can do the good stuff, especially for like women like myself. Um, who are in their forties? Mm-hmm. Oh Lord! Um, Listen, I'm I'm right there with you. I, I'm, I'm, I'll be I'll be turning into forty one oh, this year. So, so you, you know yes. the you know this feeling. So now you done you hit forty. Yes. You got kids. Yep. And and your body starts to change. Um, yes. and your metabolism slows down. Your hormones start changing. Mm-hmm. That um, is literally we're literally over the hill. I I used yes. to get so. I used to get so worried about that, but it's like, that's not, that's not a bad thing. You're just on the other side of the me- metabolic process, you know? Yes, so, yeah, but it's you a have struggle. To, it it's is. really, really a struggle. So how, as a trainer, do you show attention to those women of, of fabulousness? Yes, mm-hmm, that's <laughs> right. Because you know, you're 40 and fabulous now. Uh-huh, how do yes, you address indeed. these issues and... I guess keep them motivated and calm and out of their feelings because you know you got lumps and bumps that and things ain't as perky as they used to be mm-hmm. trying to get it to look like you know Kim Kardashian because that's what you you know that's bombarded what you think you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what you yeah. bombarded with on social yeah. media yep, how do you address that so firstly one thing I will tell you that I do straight up and down is let a person know <clears throat> that their journey is theirs and theirs alone. Amen. And they have no responsibility to themselves to mm-hmm. look like anything that they have conceptualized. I, that's part of the brand that I built, Lifestyle Fitness Training, LIFT mm-hmm. as the acronym, but Lifestyle Fitness Training to let folks know, I'm not working with you to help you look like your favorite celebrity or mm-hmm. someone you aspire to be. I am working with you to help you build fitness for your lifestyle. Mm. Okay. You're training to be fit for your lifestyle. That's what it's about. So I, you've got to meet a person where they are. So if they're used, if they're in a regiment and they're, they've been used to doing a certain thing, but then again, like you said, they, they crack 40 and then things are not, it's a little bit more of a struggle and you Mm -hmm. can't eat and drink the things that you used to. That's the way it is. And that's okay. So if you're willing to adjust, if you're willing Mm -hmm. to turn up the heat a little bit, if you're willing to make some little tweaks and changes with regard to, you know, what you're feeding yourself, what you're drinking, you know, how you're moving, that's how you can literally, quote unquote, reverse the aging process. So, and, and, and that's kind of what it comes down to. I think that making sure that you are tapping into whole foods, whole fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. that you're going to make those things work to benefit your body in order to keep you fresh, in order to keep your, your brain sharp, in order to keep your body using, making the results show up that you still work hard for. And it's, it's tough, oh, but again, yeah. it's just about that consistency. That's what yes. is going to, to help against fight against that slowing down the metabolism. Yes. And it's about being healthy, not, not getting this hourglass, but I mean, that would be great and all, but it's like, um, just because, and I, I, one of my friends and, and, uh, uh, constituents, um, Mm -hmm. used to say it. She's like, skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. Absolutely. There are some people that are skinny and can't run, 
you know, a half a block. It's yes, like, yes, yes, you know, yes. it's it's a whole internal kind of thing. Um, and with that being said, when you're talking about your whole foods, listen, yes. I heard this word and I was once like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Cause you know, everybody hears about calories, counting your calories, counting your yes. calories. And I saw it, I saw you actually um, talk about it uh, on your Instagram mm -hmm. when you, um, the micros, Oh, the macro. Uh, oh, macros, yes. yes. Can yes. you explain to us what what macros and calories and how to calculate them and what yes. what all that is? Absolutely. Yeah, here, yeah. here comes here comes the <laughs> science part. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna give a, a, a quick little just one on one for comparison. So okay. and I won't I won't quite like do a mic drop, but it'll I, okay. I'm gonna make it as straightforward as possible. So okay. when we talk about calories as opposed to macronutrients, so calorie as we know or may not know I don't want to take that for granted because I talk about mm -hmm. this stuff all day so it's like it comes easy to me but it's like people, right. everybody doesn't know this so again meeting a person where they are calorie is a unit of heat that's why mm -hmm. we burn calories so mm -hmm. on and so forth all right so that's that's what that's about it's it's energy all right calories that's that's simply what it is we eat for energy yeah calorie energy think those are synonymous okay uh-huh so you've got X amount of calories and you know how it's always talked about where you need to have, you need to burn X amount to lose a pound a week. Mm -hmm. um, a deficit of typically 500 calories a day mm -hmm. um, times seven, 3,500 calories is a, equal to a pound. All right? mm -hmm. So there's that part. But I mean, you could X out and still maybe do you could lose weight still, but mm -hmm. what are the quality of your calories? And that's when we transition mm. over into macronutrients. Mm -hmm. So macronutrients are the big nutrients. Micronutrients, real quick, vitamins and minerals, all right? Mm -hmm. Macronutrients, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, okay? Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about how to calculate those, it really depends on what percentages you know you want to stay within. So if you say you want to be on a low carb diet, for example, and mm -hmm. you want only 25% of your complete daily intake of calories to be macro or to be carbohydrates, excuse me, you got to do a little bit of math. And mm -hmm. what you have to do is say you say you're on a 1600 calorie diet, I'm going to whip mm -hmm. out my calculator real quick. Um, so say you're on a 1600 calorie diet, and you want 25% of those to come from carbohydrates. So mm -hmm. take the 1600, you multiply it by 25%. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's 400 calories, but you're like, well, Rose Ada, you still haven't told me how many, what that means in macros. So macronutrients are the grams that you will be counting, mm -hmm. not necessarily the calories, but you have to know how many grams, how many calories per gram each macronutrient is. So when it comes to, right. So when it comes to <laughs> carbohydrates, four calories per gram. Uh-huh. Protein, four calories per gram. Fats, nine calories per gram. So back to that original math problem. So we've got 1,600 calories in total. Uh-huh. Multiplied by 25%, that's 400 calories. Uh-huh. Then you want to divide that by the amount of calories per gram in a carbohydrate, which is four, mm -hmm. meaning that looks like a hundred macros per day. 
oh okay. grams i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's yeah 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 i hope i didn't miss a step there but that's really what we're looking at here so we've got you got to know how many calories per gram are in each macronutrient now here's the thing about macros it really if you're just looking to just kind of live just be healthier mm-hmm. um that's not something that i think think you should focus on there's some Mm -hmm. folks who want to count their macros because they're looking they've got specific weight loss goals Mm -hmm. okay but if you are just really looking to just you know just live a better way Mm -hmm. I wouldn't focus on that too much I would focus more on your portions so would macros be more so for like someone who's bodybuilding or trying to sculpt more than just lose weight or I mean it's I I think it could range it could probably be someone who really wants to hold themselves more accountable to the types of calories that they're eating Mm, okay um yeah so you know if you know hey listen um a a slice of bread will have me busting out of my shorts then yeah you may want to pay a little bit closer attention and I will say shameless plug if on my website, rosetamarie.com, I do have a macro and calorie calculator there. Ah, so okay. if everything I said was like, wah, 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 <laughs> I don't know, because a lot of times, again, we start like crunching numbers and people get yes. frustrated. People yes. get, you know, so I have a resource. I don't, I don't like to just leave people just caught out there. Like, well, how do I do that? Where do I find it? Well, how do I know it's accurate? I have one on my website. So if you go to rosetamarie.com, there's a tab that reads calorie macro calculator you just put in all your information and I'll tell you and then you just you know that coupled with maybe like a a tracking uh application that you can use on your phone like my Mm -hmm. fitness pal or lose it or fitbit or what have you then you can you can follow the the calculations close to that and that can help you it'll 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 ask you it's going to ask you about your activity your your weight age gender like all of that and because all of that plays a factor absolutely all of it mm-hmm. what so, my macro counts or whatever my calorie recommendations are not going to be yours are not going to mm-hmm. be my husband's are not going to be your daughter's like it's not going to be it's going to be all the way different yes yes and, and when, when you're talking about that you know uh, how many calories and having that piece of bread uh, and then you get up in the morning mm-hmm. and then you get on the scale Mm-hmm. and then you start to cry and you're like I hate my life I hate this body um <laughs> I want to talk about that because yeah, so, yeah. you know your scale can be either your best friend or your worst enemy and typically it is both yeah. um <laughs> it'll it'll so, t- it'll tell you you're awesome or tell you you're failing yes <laughs> and, and and it probably is neither it's like right. well it's both you're always awesome but you're not right. ever failing as right. long as you're doing the work that's right but um does muscle weigh more than fat or is that a is that a myth and the second part to that is how often do you feel like you should weigh yourself when you're on this journey okay all right oh these are wonderful questions because people love to just throw out their own muscle weighs more than fat um Mm -hmm. that's not true I, I think it's just about verbiage and just giving people a better understanding of what we mean when we say or when we when things are just can't just throw things out there. We have a responsibility as members of the fitness community, the health and wellness community to really articulate what it is we want people to know. Right. So when it comes to fat and muscle, they weigh the same. Mm. All right. Muscle is more dense than fat. Mm. It takes up less space. Mm-hmm. 
um, but it's more dense. So um, if you like, you know, you've got like the proverbial um, models that you see in a, a, a dietitian's office or a, a, a nutritionist's office or a gym where you get the five pounds of muscle and the five pounds of fat. And they look so vastly different because mm-hmm. muscle is more dense. Mm-hmm. It takes up less space though. So mm. currently I weigh 180 pounds mm-hmm. and that may look completely different on somebody who their, their, their percentage, their body fat percentage is different. If, mm-hmm. it, if it's, if it's more, if it's higher, your 180 is not going to look like my 180. Right. 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 So that's something that I think we, we have to be more mindful of when we talk about, and that's another reason why the scale, if, if I can just go ahead and segue, that's yeah. another reason why the scale can really, really kind of have you in a tizzy. Cause it's like, all right, well, I, I weigh the same, but also how are your clothes fitting? Like where are, where are other mm-hmm. indicators of progress? Right. How are your clothes fitting? How are you feeling? How are you sleeping? What's your energy like? Um, you want to, you want to make sure that whenever you're getting on the scale and I'll say this, I don't know that I would give a recommendation as to how often you should weigh yourself mm-hmm. because it's different for everybody. What I will give a recommendation for and a strong one at that is when you shouldn't weigh yourself. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Not how often, Please. but when you shouldn't. You shouldn't weigh yourself at night. You have eaten a lot. You've had a lot to drink, so on and so forth. You shouldn't weigh yourself a day after weight training. You shouldn't weigh yourself if you're a woman and you are, you know, you're retaining water from hormonal fluctuations. Okay. Hold on one second. We're going to come back to this one because I, I, ooh, I did, no yeah. one has ever said that before, mm. you know? Um, so we're going to take a little break to give our sponsors some love and join us right back where we'll pick up um, about this scale on Think and Fabulous with Chantella Whitfield on Radio Lex WLXU 93.9 FM. And welcome back to Thick and Fabulous with Chantilla Whitfield on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 FM. Woo! Okay, so we just finished this conversation with the fabulous, fabulous Rose Etta, um, a fitness coach, a wellness strategist, where we're talking about the scale and where and when not to weigh, weigh yourself. So you said at night. Yes. So said, at night. So yeah, let's, let's, let's hit it again. So at night, uh-huh. we don't want to weigh ourselves at night. Too much has gone on. Mm-hmm. We've been walking around, you know, we've been, we've been eating, we've been drinking, we've been all the, all these things. Okay. So you don't want to weigh yourself at night. Mm-hmm. You don't want to weigh yourself if you haven't emptied your bowels. Mm. Right. So that, that's mm-hmm. a factor, right? Like, mm-hmm. are, you know, are you, How's that, you know, are, have you gotten rid of enough of, of waste, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to weigh yourself probably the day after you've done weight training because what we tend to misread is that when we're doing weight training or resistance or what have you, we're actually tearing our muscles. Okay? Mm-hmm. And when they're torn, when they're inflamed, they retain water. So mm-hmm. you've got water weight on you that mm-hmm. you're not accounting for. Um, and you want to, if you're a woman, you want to make sure that you are not weighing yourself. It's, it's like you, you, it's a surefire fire way to just feel like you want to just burn the whole house down. <laughs> We're emotional as it is during hormonal yes. fluctuations, right? Yes. On yes. top of that, you're going to get on the scale and look 10 pounds heavier. 
because yeah. you're retaining water and you you've craved salty or sugar, whatever, whatever it is that you got uh-huh. going on, right? So there those are the factors that come into play that make you want to just kind of hang back from the scale. I know it's tempting. I'm uh-huh. not saying because it's not as easy as just okay, sure, I won't. It's tempting. Right. At right. those times, you want to take a look at other factors that have nothing to do with the scale. How you're close fitting, again, how you're sleeping. How are your bowels? Are you going enough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what your your activity, your energy level, your, your endurance, how your strength has imp- improved, all of those things. That's what you want to look at when it comes to factors outside of the scale. This. Okay. So you said this and I want to talk about it. Um, you know, how your clothes are fitting. Um, now, we just had a, we, we, I have a show or Aaron on Monday with a mm. um, uh, fashion personal stylist who was okay. talking about dressing nice. your body types and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. in that, we hit this when you go to the gym or even to the doctor, mm. they do the BMI. Whew. Now, I, I have a little bit of issue with the BMI because I don't, in my personal opinion, so don't nobody come for me on this. This is just <laughs> my opinion. The BMI really isn't set for like people of color because you know we got curves and 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 things that some some other ethnic groups do not. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about that, uh, or is that something you should strive to be at? Um, because that's also very discouraging when somebody tells you, you know, you're morbidly obese, but you know, like you said, you're 180 pounds, right. and it's like what because okay. of your BMI. Yeah. Right. So listen, you say you have issue with it. You should. You should. Yes. <laughs> So again, I'll use myself as an example again. Mm-hmm. I will, I'm, for as long as I've ever known myself in this body, mm-hmm. I have never been optimal on a BMI chart range. Mm-hmm. Never, never. I don't think that I ever will be for my height and my gender and my weight. Mm-hmm. It's going to tell me that I'm overweight. Yep. It doesn't account for your lean muscle mass it doesn't account for those things it doesn't account for your bone density it Mm. doesn't account for that it's just it's just straight weight weight to height and also the reason why and you you were absolutely right when you talked about how it doesn't work across all ethnicities Mm -hmm. because the formula was created based on a group of people in europe a Mm -hmm. long time ago so although yes doctors dietitians they'll use that that's just one or it ought to be just one resource as to determine where somebody is now if you have truth be told if you have fat to lose mm-hmm. yes then yeah that's a good that's a good tool by which to gauge but that's not going to be what's going to be an indicator of the level of healthy like mm-hmm. you have their other that's why in in recent times there's been other methods that have been used like um full body scans um mm-hmm. the you know bod pods um dexas oh, yes. water like ca- fat calipers those kind of things because you can't just there are different things that are going to give you a better understanding what category you're in based on the age of yourself and the gender amongst folks in your 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 age range will determine you know what you may be at higher risk based on 
it doesn't account for your waist to hip ratio, mm-hmm. which is a risk factor for disease. You know, it doesn't account for, um, you know, my bones are denser because I'm, I, I, I do resistance training. It does, mm-hmm. it's not going to account for that. So gotcha. yeah, you have to put it in perspective, put it in the box that it belongs yes. and know that there are other ways that you have to, other things you, you ought to look to. You, again, it's a, it's a factor, but it's not the, the equation. Yeah, I, I remember when I had mine done, it was like, I'm supposed, I'm only five foot one, but I'm supposed to be like 121 pounds. And I'm like, at 121 pounds, man, I look like a crackhead. Will you ever, have, where, where is the, is, can you ever, is, is that ever going to be something that no, not only can you attain that to, but do you to want to? Exactly. Because exactly. listen, honey, I like my thighs and, and hey, hips and, listen. you know, I like having some, some curvature to this, you know? Thick thighs save lives, yeah. so... I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, bro. That's what I'm talking about. So when we're talking about this with the weight training and your bone density, can you talk about or explain what is the difference between weight training, weight lifting, and resistance training? Okay. So I'm going to start with resistance. Um, uh-huh because that that'll it's they're kind of tears a little bit tears mm-hmm. slash category so resistance can you don't necessarily need weights like dumbbells barbells <clears throat> anything like that mm-hmm. equipment excuse me so mm-hmm. you get a push-up is weight is resistance mm-hmm. squats resistance mm. uh yeah a, a plank a push plank if you're you know going up and down that's resistance mm-hmm because you're you're trying to shift your weight and it's you're resisting against something whether it's gravity whether against your own body weight okay Mm -hmm. so that's that can those qualify that qualifies as resistance Mm -hmm. and then we so we then we have weightlifting where uh, again you're just you know you're picking up something external and you're using that to do exercises excuse me so for example maybe a kettlebell Mm-hmm. Um, that is, that's, that's weightlifting. You're, you know, you're, you're building endurance with that. You're, you're burning calories, mm-hmm. so on and so forth with weight training. Typically a person who's looking to do weight training specifically, they are looking to build muscle. Mm-hmm. They're looking to grow muscle. They're looking to increase the level of strength that they possess. Mm-hmm. So those are how those fall. And it's, you know, it's different for everyone. You know, maybe you only want 10 pounds of muscle. Maybe mm-hmm. you, maybe, maybe you don't have any, maybe you want to get stronger, but you don't have any equipment. So then, okay. So you can still do resistance. Yes. 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 And I think that when if people can have a better understanding of that, then they're not so intimidated by what that means. And, oh, and with that, as we were talking about talking, you know, and you hitting your 40s, um, you know, and everything starts to slow down and you're changing. Um, what are the benefits for women 
to start, you know, weightlifting uh, because or lifting weights, however you want to put it, because, mm-hmm. you know, most people have that or most women have that fear. No, I'm not lifting no weights because I don't want to look like a man. It's like, baby, that's humanly impossible without, uh, yeah. without help, without, right. you know, no, you taking testosterone. That's the only way that's going to happen. <laughs> so here's, I'm going I'm to address that first. So yes. yeah, like, cause I've heard, I hear that so much, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to bulk up. Right. So we don't, we're not, we don't present with the same set of hormones. We, mm-hmm. we both, we, we have like testosterone. Yes. Like both men and women, we have those things that, that mm-hmm. mix, but we don't have enough. Like literally, like you said, you'd have to lit- train to get to that place. Mm-hmm. When you see women who have like, rid- they're ridiculously defined and they're, 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 they're buff and they're, they're maybe they're in competition yes or have you like that's extremely intentional Mm -hmm. it's extremely like it is regimented it is it comes with no wiggle room there is no room for error that's what that's the intention okay Mm -hmm. there's some folks that you know yes they are they maybe genetically like they've got the arms that are cut up and so on and so forth but that's not you're never gonna look like a man that's not you need to pick up weights as a woman because if you are, if you are trying to, if you're getting older and we're all getting older mm-hmm. and you are worried that you're not going to be able to conquer the stubborn fat that you're working with, guess what? Picking up weights, doing mm-hmm. resistance training, that is building muscle and muscle will facilitate fat burning. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what it does. And then also, like I mentioned earlier, you are strengthening your bones because Mm -hmm. what happens and you're like well how what so as you're picking up weights what's happening is your muscles are pulling at your tendons and your tendons are that's how your bones become strengthened Mm -hmm. okay so like it's all working together it's not just about what you see on the surface it's what's going on inside and that is going to increase your bone density making you at less risk for breaks as we age right that, and we that want osteoporosis that. right right if you you fall you, you, maybe because you've been weight training you won't break that hip because mm-hmm. that's a downward spiral that can be for a lot of people oh yeah so yeah. if that's something you can avoid you can head off at the pass you can definitely change the trajectory of the way that your body you think it's supposed to just oh this is supposed to happen because i'm getting older nope and we lose mass yes as we get older so mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. be even more mindful of picking up some weight so that you can help to strengthen your bones so so you hear that ladies you need not just cardio you need to pick up a weight even if it's a three pound weight you need to you need to do something with it okay and guess what you doing picking up those dumbbells picking up that barbell picking up that kettlebell after you're done with your workout as you progress let me tell you something. You're still going to be burning calories. You're going to be yes. burning calories up to 24 hours off of that workout. You when you get off that treadmill or that elliptical, no shade to that. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But guess what? As soon as you stop, that's it when stops. the calorie burn stops. Yes. The, and and that's that's a good thing for, for cardiovascular and for lung capacity and all that. But guess what? You got to get them bones strong. You got to get those muscles strong. You want to continue to burn fat? That's how you do it. That's how you become a fat burning machine. Yes, total, a total, total body workout. Yes. That's, that's what you got to do. So, and, and when you're doing that, that burn, because I want to hit a little bit um, on these last few minutes about mm. the difference between pain 
and the burn doing your workout? And how do you know the difference? Okay. Good Cause question. it hurts so good, yeah. but it's like, it ain't but supposed you- to hurt. Like, <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) It's not right. Exactly. I had a client and her and I, (laughs) um, we came up with this thing where she would say, oh, this, this hurts. And I, what my, my immediate reaction was, does it hurt or does it burn? You have to Mm -hmm. learn to differentiate. You have to learn to listen to your body. That's first and foremost. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so she, the next time we met, you know, in between like her set, she's like, it's burnful. That's what she calls it. (laughs) Burnful. 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 All right, so you feel the burn in your your biceps or your core or your legs. That's that lactate is building up. Mm-hmm. All right, and so that's kind of where the where you start to like it's kind of a crossover between what it is you're burning, whether it's your carbohydrates or your fats. Mm-hmm. You know what, how the energy is being used. That's where that burn starts to show up. Pain. You want to look for a sharp pain. Mm-hmm. It feels loud. It feels, it feels disruptive. It feels like, okay, when I do this, I can't do this. Like I can't, you go from like, I can't put, pre- I put, can't put weight on it. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's something that doesn't dissipate in between your sets. If it's just like a, a, a kind of like a constant. Mm-hmm. All right. With the burn, imagine like a simmer in your muscles mm-hmm. and the heat is building, but it's tolerable, but not ignoring the pain. Like it's a, it's a tolerable thing. And that should dissipate once you're finished. Now, when you, next day you get up and you're like, whoa, hello, hello glutes. Hello. Yeah, when you, you, when you go into the bathroom and have to use mm-hmm. the uh, handicap stall to <laughs> <Exactly>. sit down. <laughs> you need the bar. Yes, yes. So let me tell you something. And that that's what delayed onset muscle soreness is. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why you don't want to weigh yourself because what, what you're feeling is a swelling inflammation. That's why it's important ah. to drink lots and lots of water behind, mm, behind you your tell. workouts the next day. That'll flush that inflammation. Okay. That's why it's important to eat protein rich foods because again, we're in the gym, we're breaking our muscles down. Mm-hmm. It's the nutrition. That's why the nutrition is 80%. Okay. Yes. Because you're feeding yourself to repair and to build and mm. store and, and that. So I hope that answered the question as far as the burn and the pain. Yes, yes. Um, so with the burn and the pain, I wanna, we got like two minutes left. Okay. I want you to first tell them or explain how good, how important it is to have a good support uh, team and accountability partner. And then to finish it off, I want them. To, I want you to tell them how they can find you. Okay, wonderful. Because you, we, since we're in this day and age now, we can virtually train. So absolutely, yep. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I've got, got, I've got folks minutes. who can. Okay, perfect. So now, when it comes to accountability and support, you first of all, it starts with you. Whoever you mm. are listening, yes. you have to be honest with yourself about how you're wired. And the type of accountability that you need. Some folks are lone rangers in the gym and they can do it and they can get it going. All they need is their fitness app and they're good to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Then there's some folks who know that if it wasn't for my wife going to the gym with me, I wouldn't go. Or if it wasn't for my trainer, I know, you know, they're going to be logging on with me or I'm going to, they're set up to meet with me at the gym, right. You know, in a half an hour. If you know how, what you need in order to get to a place, if even if it's just like a, a springboard or like a jump start, mm-hmm. then 
you have to hold yourself responsible for that, but also just know that it's okay to ask for help. It's yes. okay to ask for guidance. We're all in this together. No mm-hmm. one has all the answers, but we have to work together. It takes a village to build that confidence too. It takes a village to build those habits. It's, it takes community. It takes fellowship to be able to work through those difficulties and to show up for yourself and show up for one another because mm-hmm. you could be helping someone else too. So don't, don't bury your talents. Don't, don't express what you need. Shoot your shot. And that means talk to somebody about what you need and they can provide a resource you never know. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Um, and then you're going to tell them how you're going to be that uh, accountability partner. Yes, ma'am. So now, um, again, once again, my name is Rosada White. You can find me on all platforms at Rosada Marie. So that's my first name. And then my middle name right behind it, Marie. Mm-hmm. So I'm on Instagram at Rosada Marie. I am on Facebook at Rosada Marie. I am on, my website is rosadamarie.com. I also am, I've also just recently released the Lifestyle Fitness Training Handbook. It is literally a blueprint for how to get started. It's yes. got, it's got workouts with video demos attached. It has a jumpstart meal plan there for you. It has grocery lists that's there for you. And it also has it's a live book. It's a live ebook. It's a digital download. So every time I go to update it for the rest of your life that you have this book, you will get those updates. Yes. Thank you so much. My Rose pleasure. Anna. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. Oh, it's um, my pleasure to be here. Thank and- you. Thank you. I, and thank you for joining us on Thick and Fabulous with Chantella Whitfield on WLXU 93.9 FM. Bye. Be good to yourself. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs> thank you, boo. You're welcome. Can I turn my video back on so I can look at you? Yes. Hold on. Let me, let, let me pick it up. <laughs>